Another day, another dollar, another week of seeing people get knocked out into oblivion. <laughs> What's up? What's up? It's for the streets. It's your main main D with your co-host with the mo host Joe. What's popping? Man, popping, popping, popping. You know I'll why you, I'm here? <laughs> I tell you what was popping, man. Uh, USC two seventy six. First off, show sure was happy Fourth of July, Playboy. You oh, know, yeah, it's um. Over here in the states, we always try to represent for Fourth of July. So who knows what's going to happen besides getting really toasted and <laughs> rub it on some kind of barbecue, whether it be wings. Hey, the fire is going to get lit sauce, regardless, something. right? Yeah, a fire is going to happen, and something's <laughs> getting barbecued. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> something's getting rotisserie. It could be us being outside. Yep. The meat, nope. the, the blunt. Something's getting baked. Let's yeah, just put yeah. it like that. <laughs> now, speaking of baked, we we see we saw a lot of fights this weekend. Let's start off with one of the. Championship fights, the middleweight fight. It's the main event: Israel Adesanya versus Jared Cannonier. Mm-hmm. Coming into this fight, Cannonier looked very strong against a lot of the uh, other contenders in the, the division, with the exception of that hiccup against Whitaker. Whitaker. Uh, but he also got injured in that fight, so it was kind of like, what was the biggest factor? Was it Whitaker? Outclassing him, or was it more Cannoneer? You know, obviously Israel has been on the tear since he came in the UFC, going up against the the baddest guys out there, calling out the best dudes and making them look bad. In these last few fights, he hasn't been finishing guys, but he has been dominating them with his technical skills. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the, the the rematches of Vittori and Whitaker. He, he really dominated both of those guys on the feet. And the other two fighters, even though they had a game plan of trying to take him down, they couldn't. So you have to give him props. Right. No one at 185 has been able to implement a wrestling heavy game plan on him like Jan did uh, when he <laughs> moved up in weight. So I say, you got, you know, the guy definitely has earned the respect to be able to say that he has some type of takedown defense. Jared Cannonier, you're thinking, at least I was thinking, he's going to come in, he's going to give a wrestling-heavy type of game plans, you know, because he's strong. Right. He was able to ground and pound Derek Brunson, <clears throat> so why not, right? But as soon as the, as soon as the fight started, you instantly saw it was going to be a kickboxing match. Yep. And if it's going to be a kickboxing match, there was so much separation in the fight. You know, you're you're going up against a guy who who you're giving up the the height, you're giving up the speed, you're you're giving up the quickness, um, and you can't even use your power advantage that you think you have because you're not able to to hit him, right? You know, so he's he, definitely not faster than oh than no, Izzy. no, oh, not even quicker. I mean, yeah. I don't even think he had the timing down to be able to hit, hit Izzy. You exactly. Know? If you don't, if you're not as fast as a fighter, if at the very least, if you can get the timing of the guy down, it can kind of help to um, you know 
figure out the, the speed. Right. But he couldn't do any of those things. Yeah. And he so he didn't even get past Izzy's jab. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't know about you, but I had him winning every round. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I never felt like Israel was in any trouble. Now, for the people that are used to some of these last few cards, the last two cards we've had have been absolutely crazy. Um, we, you know, we've seen so many finishes that I think a lot of people have been um, spoiled. They've right. been spoiled to to where they they're just expecting finishes after finishes, and sometimes matchups don't dictate finishes. You know, you have two very high level coaches coming in there trying to trying to find weaknesses. And both of these guys are playing at a high level to where they're not trying to give up too much, you know, aim little, miss little. And right. I think that's what we saw. Did you did did you see it as a boring fight or what were your thoughts from it? Um, definitely. I'm uh, brutally honest. It was kind of a boring fight because we both knew that Izzy was going to win. We we didn't really give you know Jared Cannonier that type of um that type of shot to actually win the fight. I mean, we both knew he wasn't gonna just let him grapple and things like that either. You know, invade his space. Right. He so tried. I, he tried. Yeah, he tried it. But I mean, like I said earlier, he couldn't get past his jab. And once we know when the jab's working, nothing else is really gonna fucking you know help. Right. Right. But I mean, it it was a little bit of a boring fight. But we both know as as far as you know, we watch the UFC regularly. It was a strategic fight. Right. But well, the strategic fights make them kind of uh, lackluster. You, you got to you gotta think about it like this. And but this is how I think about it. The styles make fights. So Israel being a counter puncher, mm-hmm. he's not going to put himself in danger. He knows he can, he can get a decision. He's too patient. Yeah. He knows he can get a decision. He knows as long as he just stays safe, he's going to win. Mm-hmm. So that's why he has 12 title defenses. Exactly. So if you have if you have a guy like him and, and you're not willing to risk getting knocked out to go after him, mm-hmm. he's going to he's going to win. Yep. You know, it's he's just too good. It's just like Floyd. Like he, he, he in the press conference, he even said it. Um, he said Anderson Silva in his prime, Floyd in his prime. These guys, they're beating they're beating these dudes so, so consistently and so thoroughly that the fights can can be lackluster as far as mm-hmm. which what we're used to. Right. We're used to back and forth battles. We're we're used to wars where both guys are wearing it, right? Uh, or at least someone getting knocked out at the end or or subbed at the end or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, gosh, dude, you, I don't think you can. I don't think you can really just kill this this guy for. Doing what he's supposed to do, I think definitely you know, not. I think the greats not understand how to win. Yeah, and you have, and it's the onus is on you to win, right? You know, GSP did it, uh, Anderson did it, John Jones was doing it. You know, these guys. Once you're winning, I mean, you're getting a lot of de- defenses. Tyron Woodley, he he had like five defenses of his welterweight crown, right? And they started to say that a little bit about him, even though he was he got his crown by knocking out Robbie Lawler. Lawler. Yeah, you know, like. I think they're very quick to forget about the crazy highlight reel knockouts when you have these kind of uh, performances. But um, I, I will say this: this very this next one that he has again, uh, if it ends up being Alex Pereira, there's no way in the world that's not going to be an exciting fight. Oh no, because no. they're the same size. Mm. Yep, 
Um, if Izzy's faster, I think Pereira has the power. Um, and then they're both technically as good as it gets. So it's going to be, right. it's going to really be determined on who has improved the most since they fought before. Right. You know, Alex may have had his number back in the day, but you're talking about this guy boxing. I mean, this guy fighting under his coach for an extended period of time. And one of the most dominant UFC runs we've seen in a long time. Cause Israel from the bat, he started off with great competition. Right. A lot of these other guys who were champions, not, not John Jones. John Jones was one of the guys who jumped into it, uh, into the, 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 the high pool, the high, high deep pool, you know? Right. But some of these other guys eased into it with some trash dudes and they were just getting mollywopped. Yep. So you got to get that guy some credit that way. Now, we did have another championship fight. The featherweight was the co-main. It was Alex Volkanovsky versus Max Holloway in the trilogy. And I got to I gotta admit, man, I had this one completely wrong. Yeah, same here. I, I was calling a knockout from, from Max. I mean, Max called it a knock. He said he was going to knock him out in three rounds. Mm-hmm. I did not believe it was going to be a knockout just because every time they fought, they fought really close fights. So I thought... It would be way closer than it was. Yeah. And it wasn't close. To be honest with you. It was it was low-key over in the second. Yeah, man. Volkanovsky, he had a great plan. Yep. He uh, he just was way faster than him, and it showed. Yep. And he was talking to him, and it showed. And it seemed like he got in his head. It seemed like he, he, um, he, out, he outstruck him, but he also was like, Doing things that Max does usually. Max is usually the one that's talking. Yep. He's usually the one that's bringing the fight. And it seemed like Max just couldn't get off. You yeah. know, like he he couldn't throw multiple punches. And when you have a speed disparity where it's hard to get off more than one punch, like he was, it seemed like if he tried to throw more than one punch, he was going to get caught. Yep. So he so he couldn't do it. Especially after the second when he got cut. And well yeah. in the first, his fucking right eye was yeah. cut too. Yeah, so. well and that cut made everything even worse. <clears throat> yep. He, like if he was doing okay before the cut, it was for sure done after that cut. Yeah. I mean, he just was not the same guy. Sure, Volkanovsky was fucking fresh. Volkanovsky could have went five more rounds, bro. Yeah. Max Holloway's eye, I can't even believe they didn't stop it. For real, like, man, was, that was a badass cut. It was a bad cut. It was clearly, uh, uh, it was clearly affecting his vision. Sure was. Uh, it he had the cut in like like splitting his eye his eyebrow. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's directly over your eye. The blood is clearly going into your eye. Yep. Um, but props to him for not for not quitting or not oh, looking for I, a way I, out. I didn't expect you know Max Holloway to fucking oh, to, yeah. to to uh, to dove out. You know, nah, what I mean? nah, Max Holloway he's he's built like Tony Ferguson. You know, he's he's a Korean zombie. Mm-hmm. But just I just he has better skill than those dudes. Shit, he looked like Korean zombie against Volkanovski. Hey man, listen. We got to start talking about Volkanovski, man. He has he has he has great power, so you can't rush at him. Mm-hmm. And he's fast as hell, right? And he's just short and stocky, so he's just a really bad matchup for a lot of guys at featherweight because he's just naturally a bigger man, right. even though he's short. But just he's just a thick dude. So 
is really, you know, good luck knocking that guy out. You know, good luck knocking that guy out. Now, after the fight, he calls out the champion of 155, Charles Oliveira. Mm -hmm. Now, usually when it comes to super fights, uh, where it has the champ versus the champ, I believe that those super those supersede any contender fights. So unless they unless they have the contender fight between Islam already signed, mm-hmm. I could easily see a scenario where Volk and Oliveira fight to see if um, if he can become champ champ. That would be badass. He said he was going to keep them both active too. Yeah, he did. If, if he was to win it, and I mean to be fair, uh, to be fair, Oliver has been a, um, he's been a he's been a very consistent champ since he got it. He, you know, he's been, he's been fighting pretty regularly. He, mm-hmm. he hasn't he hasn't held a division. Now he did have that issue, that situation, that BS situation with the, the point whole, five of a pound. You know, I, I honestly don't think they should. Um, I think they should have reviewed it and just let him keep the belt. But whatever. Now, now here's the thing. So Alex has the belt for 145 mm-hmm. since they basically vacated Charles Oliveira for the title. Now it's up for grabs. Do you think Volk should fight Oliveira for the for the interim title? Or yep. do you or do you think Volk should wait? For for one of the contenders in that weight division to fight for it to become undisputed champion, then fight that one. I'd say go after uh, Oliveira first. I don't think he's going to get past Oliveira. But you got to remember, there's right now is it's vacant. It's vacant, so right. it would be an interim battle. It would be an interim. It would, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like basically, they're fighting for the undisputed. But but no one no one has beat Oliveira. That's as far as the one contender, two contender, right. three contender, four contender, five all the way down. No right. one has beat him yet. Right. But Islam hasn't fought him yet. Islam hasn't fought him yet. Islam is gonna wrestle him. He ain't gonna fight him. Right. But but <laughs> Islam has the he has a he has a very um he's next. I still wanna see Islam and Dariush. I would love to see Islam and Dariush, but I think with the the way that the situation happened with Oliveira, they're gonna they're, they're gonna try to go ahead and get rid of like fix it. Mm-hmm. They're gonna try to fix it as soon as possible. And they're so, about the same height, right? Uh, Volkanovski and uh, Islam. Nah, I think I think Volkanovski would be the shortest guy in the division. The shortest next, one? next to Chandler, he's probably he's probably about yeah. Chandler height. Yeah, because Max Holloway is a little bit taller than him, right? Max Holloway was way taller than Volkanovski. Yeah, Yeah. man, Max Holloway uh, is a big 145er. Remember, Max Holloway, uh, he moved up in weight and tried to fight Dustin Poitier when he had the interim interim belt. Mm -hmm. Remember, so he was trying to do the, the, um, he was trying to go up in weight too. But Max Holloway didn't, he, he didn't carry the power that Volkanovski would carry. Right. And he's not as strong. But man, I'm telling you that that 155 division is is It's a monster. It's a mon- it's probably it's one fucking of fucking competitive as fuck. It's probably one of the thickest divisions, man. Yeah. If I'm if you just look at at the uh from 1 to 20. Mhm. And they're all pretty active. Yes. They're all pretty active. And, they and, all want to fucking fight and put on a show. Yeah, man. And I mean, they all got power. See, that weight class has power, it has knockouts, it has subs, it has speed. 
So it'll be very interesting to see Volkanovski fighting the best of the best at that weight class. Right. I think he has all the skills in the world to compete with anybody. But my question is going to be, is he going to be able to stand up to the power that those guys have? Right. I mean, all, all those guys have had wars. Exactly. You know? They've yeah. all knocked each other down. Yeah. And fucking yeah. seen some stars. Yeah. And, and, and then the other thing is Oliveira is a true finisher. Right. Yep. You know, if Oliveira gets Valkanovsky in those same uh, holes that that uh, T City was that T City had him in. I don't think he's getting out of. Yeah, him. I'm out. you know what I mean. I, I think I think Oliveira is the prim. He is the he is the preeminent finisher mm-hmm. in the UFC. He can get you knockouts. He can get you subs. Right. You know, and he can bring in the people. Yeah, I mean, he is the. I believe. I think he's the most. Well, I mean, just his statistics too. He has the most finishes. Right, and uh, I want to say total in U.S. history, but for sure in that weight class, and that weight class has had some just monsters. And that's because Oliveira's damn near set on the fucking waiting on Mc, on, on McGregor until January. I mean, well, and Chandler's like, okay, well, I'll keep it warm. Volk- and then he called out Volkanovski. Well, see, here's the thing: when you got a when you got a situation where you got two belts on the line. Mm-hmm. I think that would supersede a Connor fight, even though I think Connor would probably be. Well, yeah, no. The only reason Charles wants that uh, the McGregor fight is because yeah, of the money. It's just yeah, yeah. for sure the money. Yeah. It's gonna be your biggest money, and but that's it, the sucky part about the UFC, though. I mean, yeah, everybody goes after the money, but they know the gap is so huge in between like different yeah. styles and matchups and things like that. They all want the money fight with McGregor. Yeah, but he, I would also say he's probably the easiest fight too. So yeah, well, yeah, he's he's older. If, if he if he can't knock after you, that leg injury, if he can't knock you out in the first round, it's over. And then McGregor's honest. not even the fucking uh, the pool for the USADA. Yeah, no, he's 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 juiced up right now. I can promise you that. <laughs> he's probably he's probably walking around one ninety. Ain't no one gonna be getting that payday anytime uh, soon. F- what is he five eight five nine? He's fucking like almost damn near one ninety at one ninety. That's crazy, bro. Just fucking yoked. Just all, all wet leg injury. Um, <laughs> what did Canelo say he 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 was using all Mexican beef? Oh yeah, chorizo. <laughs> <laughs> all chorizos, man. All Irish like beef. That. Irish Just, beef over there. But I, I would love to see that fight. I think um, hopefully they'll probably they're probably going to do a contender in the room. To first, yeah, I mean first. that's how you get the more money, anyways. Yeah, for the you got to build it, you got to build the, you got to build the champion back. Yeah, because there's not a champion, because you can't have. I can see that being know? on the same card, like you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I could definitely see that. Yeah. Where they're next at the end of the year. Where they're next, but but okay. So we got Yair. Let's just say that. Okay, let's just say it'll be the fight after, right? Mm-hmm. Yair and Ortega. That's what at the end of the gonna, month. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be the fight that's gonna be the, set up the next guy, I believe. Right, because because Ortega had a hell of a fight with Volk, he almost got him, mm-hmm. and Yair has been on the ascension. Mm-hmm. So and what he had COVID and right. then he got hurt type shit. I'm gonna root for Yair just because he's fresh blood, and also I just really like his style. I think right. he posed some serious di- problems for Volkanovski. I don't think Volkanovski would have the speed advantage over Yair, mm-hmm. and. I think that the way he throws those kicks and those angles, 
would would give Volk some uh some issues. I don't yeah. know. You know, like he's I, I kind of see Volkanovski as kind of like of a of a Lomachenko. Yeah. And you know that Telfimo fight how he was just really just a different character in front of him, you know what yeah. I mean? I mean matchups, man. Matchups make yeah. fights. Yeah. It, yeah, Yair can really fucking do some damage. How many guys can you pull in the gym that match Yair's style? You know what I'm saying? Maybe one. Maybe. He's he's just so crazy with the way he throws those kicks and at those angles that he goes for. Yeah. And every second he has And you can't the, you can't copy that in a sparring no, event either. Hell no, it's bro. it's it's no. Im- not impossible, but it's it's damn near impossible. It, it, it's barely it, like to for to 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 find an athlete that has the ability to do what he does. He does. Mm-hmm. You'd have to find a kid that's doing that stuff and learning all that stuff at a yeah. certain age. Because yep. that's why you know what I mean that's why he is so has all the skill sets he has. Right. Because he's, you know, he started this stuff long, young. And that fight should be over there on you know, on his turf. He oh, yeah. he deserves a home bout. Hey, man. He deserves it. Hey. So. It's, it's crazy, though, that he's really been fucking fighting on a neutral turf or yeah. opponent's turf. Yeah. And whooping ass. I mean, but but even with that it's fight. crazy. Even if Yaya does win, Volkanovski is going to be the heavy, heavy favorite. Oh, yeah. Of, of you know course. what I'm saying? And it, I mean, he's 25 and one. Yeah. I think he's going to be the favorite against anybody in his division. Oh, now here's a here's a dark horse. Here's a dark horse. Because it does need it to be said. Henry Cejudo. Oh, he, yeah. He has been talking noise to Aljo at 135, mm-hmm. but... He has said that he would love to go up to fight Volkanovski um, multiple times. I think that would be a wrestling match. Multiple times. I don't think I don't think um, Cejudo is going to be able to swing and bang with uh, Volkanovski. Is he big enough to to implement his wrestling? We're talking about a guy who cut and made the one twenty five championship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he had to bet at twenty five and thirty five, moving up again. To up another weight class, even though he's a naturally big dude for that for one thirty five, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, he's still he's still. Little. I mean, let's not forget he got iced by Demetrius Johnson. Yep. At one, you know, when he when he tried to fight him um, at one twenty five back back in the day, and I feel like he lost um, in the rematch. Like I mean, he he fought he he fought admirably, but I just feel like he was like. Mighty Mouse was doing better, right? You know, um, I mean, I had to look at it again if, to just to. Yeah, that was a while back. It was a long time ago, but I just remember my feeling when I watched it at first. I was like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. But then, right after that, they they did that thing where they shipped him off to to one and got uh, Ben Askren. So who knows yeah. what what was really going on? Uh, but yeah, man, it's gonna it's gonna be pretty exciting for featherweight division moving forward. Now. We talked a little bit about this uh, this this dude earlier when we did the breakdown for the main event, but we have to get this guy his props and his own time. Alex Pereira, <clears throat> Sean Strickland. First off, you know Sean Strickland was talking the ultimate noise in that press conference before he might actually he might actually stole the show. Oh. He- if if they were to able to call uh to to uh to judge that round in, in the press conference, he'd be one oh. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be a one-one match, right? Yeah, he was. I mean, he was. He was really. He was ice. He was. He was on Pereira's nuts a little, mm-hmm. but it was at the detriment of Adesanya. So, Facts. you know, I mean, when he was talking about, I mean, he got slept by him. So, I mean, other than after me, I guess this guy, you know, mm-hmm. the the irony though is that he would soon understand getting slept by Pereira also. Hey, as he warned him, he might sleep you too. He's like, Don't I, underestimate he's your like, opponent. He told him. He did tell him. Uh, and the thing about Strickland is, if we really paid attention, it was always going to end like that. Of course. Because if we look at what his skill set is, he's not a wrestler. He's good at jujitsu, mm-hmm. but he's not a wrestler. Right. Remember, wrestlers know how to take down. Right. Grapplers are the reaction guys. Right. They're reacting once they're already down. So if if this guy is bigger than you and stronger than you, you're not and you're not a wrestler, you're not going to take him down. Thanks. You know. So now you're stuck on the feet, <laughs> and this a, a this dude. This is this is how people don't really understand how cold Pereira is. He is a multiple champion at different weight classes in kickboxing. If you think it's hard to get. Um, multiple weight classes in MMA. Try boxing and kickboxing. Yeah, we're talking about guys that are pretty even, mm-hmm. and then you go up in weight class and you're still dominant, like Canelo was doing, like right. um, like Crawford does, like Tank does. These these guys that Pacquiao, uh, Mayweather, these guys that are able to move up in weight classes and still be dominant, that shows another level of greatness right. that makes you be like, damn, man. You know, and out to 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 Izzy's credit, he's done that too. He's fought all the way up at heavyweight. So, mm-hmm. I mean, when you they're both six four. So when you're six four, you literally can fight at any weight class. Mm-hmm. You can you can get fat as fuck. And fight as a heavyweight, or you can get lean as fuck and fight at whatever weight you can you can possibly weigh in at. Whatever you can get to. If you to. can get to it, <laughs> so all you, all you gotta do is make the weight. Good luck to whoever you're fighting. Yes, yeah. you know what I mean? Thanks. So so Israel Facts. has it and then 185 is such a hard weight class for right. if you if you really honestly, if you are six foot and above, you are going to beat most of the people. Mm-hmm. Because most of the people in that weight class aren't going to be six foot and above. We have been lucky to have seen a recent wave of guys that are six, six one, six two, six three, six four. Yeah, there is a couple, but but it's that's not normal. Nope. You know, it's only like it's. I think they said it's like fifteen percent of the world that's six feet and higher. It's not a large amount of people. And then when they have these type of tools to their arsenal. And then when they have technique with it. Ugh. So the, what's what's terrifying to me, it, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. As a as a fight fan, I'm fucking scared of Alex Pereira, dog. There's a couple guys that scare me as like a fight fan of other guys. Mm-hmm. Like um, Alex Pereira is scary as shit. I got I get that feeling with Tank with some like when he fights some of these other guys. Right. I'm scared for some of these other guys, bro. Hey, you either gonna get knocked out or put on a stretcher. You know, it's like I mean you you have to have it's like um fighting Deontay Wilder in his prime. 
you basically have to be, you have to fight perfect. Mm-hmm. He all he does to not get knocked out. Yeah, he literally just needs one punch to land. Yeah, Strickland was doing good. He was doing good, and he just he did he just did a quick little fake out, and then came over the top. Mm-hmm. And just rocked his jaw. Like you said, just that one mistake. He had his arms too low. He had his hands too low. It's just he he tried what 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 he tried to do. He tried to prairie. Yeah. And he missed the prairie. Yep. So his so when he missed the prairie, his hand was down. Yep. And the old saying, you give you give a striker six inches, they'll give you a knockout. And once his once he lowered after after that missed uh, prairie. His hand was about to his mid chest level, so that gave all the area to his chin. Mm-hmm. And and see, this is a common critique actually that strikers that come from boxing and kickboxing, karate, all these guys, they they often uh, criticize MMA guys because they say that they don't hold their hands right. Mm-hmm. They often say that. Um, they got they get sloppy because of the grappling aspect of MMA that they do not hold their hands in tight defense to prepare from uh from from certain strikes and Pereira showed that man oh, yeah. and once he hit him it was it was such a weird timing too like he hit him and I my brain didn't even process yeah that the fight was over yeah for like a couple seconds cuz <clears> like he yeah. hit him and then he followed up with the hit. Like, the, the the first shot completely stunned. Like, I mean, he was already out on his feet. Yep. The second shot, like, violently sent him to the ground. Yeah. And then the ref was good on the ref. The ref saw that this dude was dead. Yeah, he was. He and he was, was like, could you imagine if he came from, and was started doing ground and pound on this already, you know, just out, of, out guy? That's how you lose... Years on your life. That's how you lose right. years in your career. So I'm glad that the rest stepped in and, and stopped it. Uh, but man, yeah, structures, man. The way Sean Strickland was fucking all butthurt afterwards was fucking great. Head was down, bro. When you no energy, just what else can you? I mean, what can you do? Somebody, I mean, dude, you got you get starched in the first round like that, bro. Mm-hmm. Like. I mean, early in the first round, it wasn't. He didn't even make it to that. He walked out then, and he walked out to the arena and walked right back out to the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even make it to his oh, corner. Oh man! None of the fucking uh, Vaseline. None of the fucking cut, man. He didn't even use nothing. You, you know what's? You know what's? And you know what's cold about that is. Imagine being like like a part of his team, right? You're like, all right, man, do your thing, bro. I'll be, I'll see, I'll, I'll see you out here. You think you, you know, you thinking about a war, bro? The rest of his that, folks was just barely getting to the locker room, and they saw he got knocked out. Bro, you wouldn't even, you wouldn't even have time to have went to use the restroom and came back. Nothing, because you're watching the fucking introduction, right? Exactly. But you know what? Let me go ahead and use the restroom. Yeah, you walk, you come back. He already, he back in, he back in the uh, the room with an ice pack on his head. Like what happened, bro? You come out to the arena. There's a whole nother fight going on. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? Man. Just dark. It's just dark in the fucking uh, uh, locker room. Quiet as shit. Man, get out the room. Get out the room. <laughs> no media. Oh, it's just me. <laughs> That's cold, bro. That's cold. Hey, but Sean deserved it. Yes. One. Well, one. He was talking cash money. Two. You fucking missed your prairie. Three. You were talking mad shit yeah. to Izzy. And, and and let's let's just okay. Game plan wise, 
Why in the uh, fuck would you stand? Would you stand with a kick? Boxing and he even threatened. He's like, baby, I'll just wrestle. Maybe you. Sh- There's no maybe. Should've. Listen, bro. Listen. If I'm fighting any, if I'm fighting this dude, Francis, oh, um, Izzy, you gotta have brass knuckles. Anderson. Uh, I mean, any any of these just known strikers, known strikers. I'm grappling, bro. I'm grappling. I'm not letting you. I'm not letting you have any kind of distance to jaw me like that. Facts. His he his whole jaw went inside his neck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was crazy, bro. But I mean, like I said, he's a scary fighter. He, he is. is a scary fighter, bro. I am concerned. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I am never concerned when it comes to Israel, but I am concerned this fight. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna make a pick. I'm not gonna go and say I think he's gonna. I have really put. I have a lot of respect for what Izzy's done as a middleweight. Mm-hmm. I think he's grown. I have watched those fights. They were a lot closer than than people are making them out to be. And Izzy definitely had his moments in both those fights, and he definitely. I can understand where he was coming from when he said he had him hurt. Cause he did. He had yeah. him hurt, <clears throat> um, and I believe he fights the way he fights now because of the because of that fight. I believe oh, that yeah. he doesn't rush in because he learned what happens when you rush in from that fight. That's what great fighters do, though. Yes, I mean, you, okay. How did I get knocked out? I was being stupid and I rushed in. Guess yes. what? I'm not gonna do in my next fucking yes. twenty fights. I'm not gonna and, fucking and, rush in. And and look at him. He's twenty three and one, and that one is in a weight class where. He weighed in at 193, fighting a guy who was cutting down from probably, like two, probably cutting down from 230 easy. <laughs> he looks like Stipe. Don looks just like Stipe, bro. Yeah, how he makes 205 is just amazing. For real, you know what I'm saying? He for real, uh, like he could easily be a heavyweight. A, so, so it's just I I'm I, gonna I'm gonna I'm so excited for the fight as a fight fan. I'm yeah. super nervous. As an Izzy fan, yeah, you know, but I mean, dog, this is why you fight, bro. This nigga is the truth. Mm-hmm. Pereira, no matter what happens between him and Izzy, he's the truth, and he has the kind of frame and power where he can be a, he can be one seventy. I mean, he can yeah. be a, a light heavyweight. <clears throat> if if they don't give him the Izzy fight, I would like to see him fight Kamzat. I would love to see that fight. Now, I think Kamzat. Has some definite advantages that I think he would use, mm-hmm. but comes out he's risky, bro, because he's crazy. Yeah, and and I could easily see it's when you're young like him, and you got ego. I could easily see him. He can like, take Let's that. bang it out, bro. Yeah, he can take that loss right now. You know, I, but I think he could dominate him if he had the right game plan. But I could also see him get knocked out with the wrong game plan. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because Comstock's a big dude, but Alex Pereira is actually bigger. Yeah, he is. You know, um, now is he wider? Is he stronger in the base where it comes to takedowns? I don't think so. Right. I, I could definitely see Comstock fucking him up on the ground. Um, but man, you you start the fight standing, bro. Yeah. And I this, would love to see this. And and the the way that he was getting hit by Gilbert Burns, mm-hmm. there were some moments where I was like. 
he's he's about to go to he, he's about to get slept. But he would just he just had a jaw. He just ate it, mm-hmm. you know. But I don't know if you can eat Alex Pereira shots. Strickland couldn't. Strickland, I mean, and Strickland, but he was known for being durable. Mm-hmm. Like that was one of the things they said called him. Oh, he's durable. He he he. And, and you know what? It's true because what Strickland does is he takes a beating early, and then he wears it, and then he comes back on you late, and you're fucking tired, and you're like, "Fuck, I can't get this guy out of here." That was not Alex Pereira's problem. Nope. He touched him one good time and, was, and the fight was done. Because mm-hmm. they were just literally going around in a circle. They, fucking, they were just trying to fill each other out. And yep. the first time that he touched him, it was over. Yep. That's that's how scary this guy is. Sleep time. And and to have that at, at middleweight. And this is this is the guy that we thought Costa was. Hmm. See, see, I wasn't necessarily scared with Costa because Costa didn't have the mental fortitude. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he didn't have. He's a he's a genetic specimen, but he's not a genet, genetic specimen like Pereira is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, like he really matches up. He's like he's like Wario to it to Israel Adesanya. <laughs> if if Izzy's Mario, mm-hmm. he's Wario. Yeah, like he just as big and strong, maybe bigger and stronger. You know, just as athletic, maybe more athletic, maybe less. But there, there. I mean, he definitely has technical skills that are either better or the same. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he, Izzy has to have the fight of his life. That sucks. That sucks to say. He really does. Like, I think anybody that fights Pereira right now. If you don't fight him, like at the best of your ability, you go to sleep. Yep, I think he just has that kind of power. I can see it, especially as USC with those little gloves, man. Oh yeah. Speaking of power, OG Triple OG Robbie Lawler fight fought Brian Barberina. Barberina like actually met this dude back in the day when he was an amateur. So for them to get the fight was pretty cool. Uh, man, this one hurt me, bro, because I'm a big fan of Robbie. I, can, I don't I don't fuck with Robbie. I'm glad he lost. He started off looking great. I know. He was in the pocket. He was slipping. He had those he had tight defense, bro. He had tight defense. Mm-hmm. And nothing was getting through, he really. Was real good. And then it just looked like father time just one, caught up with yeah. him in the second round, bro. Like, his, like all he trained for was one round. And, and then he just completely gassed out. Because he was busting Barbarino's fucking ass. He was busting him, bro. He sure was. He was on his ass yep. in the first round. Yep. The second round, totally different fights. Barbarina started to get that. Um, they were, you know, they were started off going kind of back and forth. Robbie Lawler still looked a little good. And then Barbarina started to come on. And once he started to come on, you could tell Lawler was fading. Oh, he was yeah. fading quick. quick. Yep. And then his defense just became non-existent. Like those same Bob and Weave and and the see he had a really high, a really great high guard where his hand kind of cupped the top of his head right. and he would move his shoulder his shoulders and his waist at the same time as uh moving his hands to cover his head, right? Mm-hmm. It all went away. It's like it's like he got popped and then he just said, nah, we in this brawl. Let's do it. <laughs> and both of these guys are brawling. The problem is when you've had almost 50 fights and most of them have been wars, 
like wars. You go back to that mentality. That's who you are. It's just like Cody Garbrandt. He he's a warrior. Yeah. He don't like once he, the right hit. Now all bets are off, and it's just time to go. Mm-hmm. And whoever go, whoever drops, drops. That's cool. At like when you haven't got knocked out. But once that chin goes, you can't fight like that no more. Nope. You know, and so Barbarina, he's younger. He hasn't had as many wars. Right. And he hasn't had as many knockout losses. So he was able to hold on. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, you know, big respect to Lawler. I, I think he really should be looking into uh, doing some other stuff. Go go join uh, Cowboys Run and be a yeah, movie star. Yeah, movie star. Yeah, both bald. I so. think I think um, either that or he should fight other <clears throat> young, other f- older guys. Yeah, because those these younger guys, they got the second win, bro. Yeah, you you you, and they got the jaw. They have the jaw of youth. When when you have a chin, a big part of that is being youthful. Yeah, you know you're not like it's like a brand new car. A brand new car is is awesome because it had to have wrecks. If you've been in if you've been in a car for 20 years you're gonna you'd have been into some kind of fender bender or some, oh, yeah. some kind of dent door it's door already ding. cosmetically flawed yeah, somewhere yeah that's the way he is he's been through he's been through a bunch of fucking uh fender benders mm-hmm. and a couple a couple of collisions where he had to get body work done <laughs> and you know and he went up against a newer model of a version of him I mean props to Barbarina I don't necessarily believe that he's gonna end up being a champ Oh no! Um, but I just think that's where where Lawler is right I now. I mean, he may he may get a shot, maybe at like at a one or two seed, maybe. He's a he's a welterweight man. Yeah, welterweight's really thick. I don't think he has the skills to get all the way up to the top five. I think I mean he could go on a run. Mm-hmm. I you know he should be at least top fifteen after this one. Yeah, for sure. I I, I think he'll probably end up career wise being a guy that's. Around that ten to fifteen place, and then if anything happens more than that, surprise. Uh, now speaking of surprise, this fight, the way it ended, was very shocking to me. Yeah, the bantamweight um, fight between Pedro Munoz and Sean O'Malley was ended up in a draw, no contest. Mm-hmm. So I watched, I watched the 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 finger. Mm-hmm. Go into the eye, and it seemed like it was like a finger push, not like a gouge. Gouge, But here's the thing: a lot of people have been giving him uh, Munoz. They've been they've been giving him hell, saying that he looked for a way out of that fight. Yep. Now I will say it wasn't. I didn't have him winning. I thought Sean was looking good. I thought he was looking like the faster fighter. I think he started to kind of separate himself. From Munoz, like he was finding his distance, right. and part of these tall fighters, these um, part of their distance finding is when they have their hands out extended and their palms are facing the other fighter, and that's usually also the highest frequency of eye pokes is when they had their ha- their hands extended like that. Yep, it didn't seem like a hard enough. Um, finger strike or gouge or whatever you want to call it to stop the fight. Mm-hmm. But if it hit the right mark, it is very possible that it could have um, hit involuntary muscles that 
forced his eye to twitch to the point to where either it stays closed or stays open. Mm-hmm. His stayed closed. The next day, people were saying that his eye was also shut. Yeah. Um, now, here's the other thing, though. Dudes get hit in the eye. He was getting jabbed. He was getting hit with that same jab in the eye. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. So how much of it was O'Malley's precise jabs that led to that that outcome from, from his eye situation, you know? I mean, to get eye gouged, well, like we said, it's in the middle of either an eye gouge or an eye push. But, I mean, it's when your cornea is scratched, and it can get scratched very easily. I mean, it's, I, I've been working with an eye doctor for plenty of years to, to see people come in just for, you know, cleaning out their eye with the t-shirt and it comes with a cornea scratch. Right. Shit is, it's very easy. And that shit's painful. And there was like, you know, reports saying that, uh, Pedro's eye was closed shut. Like he said, he couldn't open it. And he was like, yeah, they put a numbing drop just to open up his eye. Right. I was like, yeah, that's, I mean, that's the process. If you can't open it, they're going to numb the eye to open it and, you know, take a look at it. And he said he couldn't do it in the, in the, in the ring. And that's, that's pretty much what happens, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a bad instance that it, that it actually happened. But I mean, I don't think Sean did it as a, as a purpose or, you know, to gain an advantage in the fight. Cause he already had that. Do you believe that Munoz was looking for a way out? I don't think so. I don't think so. At I first, at first, either. at first, I thought he was really, you know, forced closing his eye. That's what it kind of looked like. But that's what you do when you get poked in the eye. You want, you don't want to open it immediately because the, your eyes all blurry. It's all watery and things like that. Right. But when you can't open it, it's a whole different factor. You know what I mean? Your other eyes blinking and then your other eyes just like staying closed. You know, honestly, bro, I just think. It's a shitty situation. People are freaking, you know, like arm these armchair quarterback <laughs> type people talking about. I wouldn't. What, bro? bro. <laughs> your eye is one of the weakest spots. Yep. It's like you're groin. Yep. It's a reason why they they actually take time out of it mm-hmm. because it is it is debil- super sensitive. It's debilitating, yep. bro. Yep. If if somebody gets you in your eye or your groin, you're not doing nothing. You're not doing nothing, bro. If they get you in the like, like where it's really bad, mm-hmm. like okay. Here and here's the other thing. Let's say he wanted to be a tough guy. And he and he really was blind, and he still tried to go out there. You're going out there blind against a precise knockout artist, right? Who is going to dance all over you if he knocks you out? It would have been way worse for Munoz. Yeah, and if, if he stayed out there, and so it's a draw, no contest. They could always fight again. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying we've seen those fights, we've seen those happen before. Right. They, you know, the, once his eyes good, if these guys want to fight again, let them let them do it again. If they don't, let them keep moving. But I don't feel like he should be. I don't feel like he should be um, penalized for it because one, it wasn't his fault. Two. You cannot some some things are involuntary. Like you can't stop yourself from coughing. Right. It's an involuntary <clears throat> it's a voluntary reaction. Right. So so that's the same thing with his eye. Uh O'Malley, I don't like the way he was messing with him after. Yeah. As a guy who went down with a similar situation. Right. You know, his right. he got he had that that uh that calf kick from mm-hmm. from Tito uh from Cheeto. Yep. And 
he doesn't he doesn't want it to be count, counted as a loss. Mm-hmm. He wants that to be counted as um, him being undefeated still. Right. But stupid, you know. But again, here's the thing: the difference between that is that was his leg. Yeah. And your leg, uh, you know, if you just if you stop, and you're like, dude, I can't do nothing. They're gonna count that as a TKO. Yep. If if it's your eye or your groin, and and the other person caused it, mm-hmm. that's that's like an accidental thing so right. you know it's different it's a whole different kind of situation yeah. and and this guy's a this guy is a vet in the game bro yeah. you really think a vet in the game is gonna just be all of a sudden after all these wars this guy's had he's he's knocked dudes out brutally right he's never been finished yeah you the think w- a guy like that is gonna take the easy way out yeah get out of here yeah. bro he like, he really attacked Pedro afterwards and Pedro was like you know he didn't think it was intentional he still has respect for Sean O'Malley and then uh, he said that even after the way he went out after him you know I mean that that, that takes Pedro uh, you know it takes him a lot to yeah. say that you know I, what I mean I you know I don't know I just think I just think he, he, he could have played it a whole nother way yeah uh, and he O'Malley, was like the, O'Malley yeah for sure oh for sure I mean I think I, I, I would and I said in a, I said in the group chat I was like I, I kind of like am fading away from Sean O'Malley as a fan he he's you know I thought what? that was I thought that was real pussy shit. You know what he he's giving me six nine vibes. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean. I already didn't care and for the hair, and I didn't like six nine myself yeah. at all before all the other stuff. Yeah. So he's giving me those kind of vibes. And I mean, stuff. he's already fought lackluster fucking competition. Yeah, but this but is his biggest thing, and then he pokes him and then hits him in the nuts. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's like, so come like, on, bro. You you were clearly not clearly, but. You had some intentions okay. of gaining an advantage. So, so let's let's see. Let's ask about both these guys from here, right? What do you do with them now? Do you do the rematch, or do you let Sean fight somebody else that's similar in the weight class? Because remember, uh, I think I think Munoz was number nine, uh-huh. and and like well, Mali was like number fourteen or something like that. He had right. finally made it into the rankings. I, I'd so say this was this was a this was going to be a great. Indicating fight, you know, he could have broken to the top ten with this fight, right? You right. know, so since it didn't go down like that, uh, like they wanted to, do you rebook it or what do you do? Right, I, I, I would definitely um, give Sean someone else, just because that whole Ike thing can happen again. He's he's smaller than him, you know what I mean? If you give him somebody bigger, I don't think he's gonna be really trying to keep that distance. Well, O'Malley, other than Sandman, I don't think anybody's as big as either one of those guys in in one thirty. I would like to see the Sandman. Sandman hasn't fought since fucking what? Yawn. Since he lost to Yawn. Yeah. I mean, I would like to see that Sandman fight. I, I mean, mean uh, he's way up in competition. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's yeah. what that's what O'Malley wants. That's what O'Malley wants. And, I mean, it ain't nothing better than a you, test to get you, thrown to the you know, wolves. You know what I'd love to see? I think this is a great time to see him and Cody. Oh, yeah. I did see a, a presser from a, a while back. He was talking shit to Cody. Yeah. they. I mean, the, 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 they were talking a lot of shit. Yeah. And Cody. I was, just don't like how damn near everybody's fucking shorter than him. Well, that's going to be. I'd like to see. He's like He's 5'11 and, and fights at 135, bro. Yeah. He's going to be taller than everybody. Yeah. I know. But still, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I hate that he's, I mean, you know, he's 
he picks to choose to stay at this weight class because these dudes are smaller than him. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, that's just everybody. everybody yeah, but what, what did we just say? But, but that's you, what I'm saying. You, like he, he's, he's that to, type of person. You try to get to the weight, the lowest possible weight class. Yeah, to win that you can yeah. be effective at. Yeah. So if you're super tall, and but you just have zero power. Yeah. At this because weight class, then what, you got to move up a little bit. He's knocking dudes the fuck out. This fight before O'Malley, uh, Pedro. Who, uh, O'Malley fought that dude from Domino's, right? That kid who changed his whole fucking life and yeah. got performance of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was bullshit. He yeah. fought some fucking dude from fucking Domino's. You're supposed to, and then the, and then like bef- yeah. yeah, and then before he fought fucking what Cheeto and broke his leg. Mm, maybe a couple other fights before that. There was a couple after, others, something like that. I don't but remember yeah. even. But but when he did get the chance to fight up and and level both times, it's been some controversy. Yeah, a you broken I mean? leg and a poked eye. Like or you know, foot or whatever. So so I mean the the hype is still somewhat there. You know, like I mean, you're like okay, but let's put it like this. Okay, how does he do? It, how does he do against the champ Aljo? Can Sean O'Malley wrestle? I don't think so. I think he gets he, put on his back and puts to sleep. What 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 happens with Jan? He's gonna get knocked out. Probably. What happens with Cheeto? Well, we already seen what happens. He's gonna get abused. Okay. What happens with Sandman? They're the same. They're about the same height, probably. Yeah. I, that can. And I've seen. I mean, we saw we saw Sandman obliterate Edgar. Yeah. And who else? Did, you know, he knocked out somebody else. And he really hasn't even called out Sandhagen. That would be a bad matchup for him. He doesn't like none that's, of the. But that's the thing, though. Like, I, I mean, I I get that. You know, the weight classes he's in. But there is somebody there that he can that he can yeah. bang with that his eyesight at his height. Then there's TJ Dillashaw. Then there's Cody Garbrandt. Then, then there's shorter. You know what I mean? I mean, like I said, everybody's gonna be shorter than him. Yeah. It's just there's only one other guy that's gonna be his his height. Everybody else is gonna be shorter than him. Yeah. And he still can't take the fucking belt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't. He's a, he's he would be the under in everybody in the top ten to me. I'm I'm barely hanging on as far as a fan for Sean. Yeah, I mean I don't know. He yeah, stuff like this that is kind of losing me at this point with him. Yeah, um, like I understand that he wants the McGregor hype behind him and the money and things like that. But it comes but, at a cost, bro. Yeah, it comes at a cost. You either got to step up and show show everybody something else because what you're doing right now is really not that impressive. Well, well and here's the thing: if you really want, if you want to be Connor. You got to talk to you got to talk the talk and knock out the top level guys. Right. He knocked out Aldo. Mm-hmm. Now, if he would have fucking beat Cheeto, and then by would, knockout, yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah. The, oh, I wouldn't even. We probably wouldn't even be having this conversation. Yeah, the height. Him. The height would be justified. Yeah. You know he he. That's what I'm saying though. He he's beating guys that he should beat. Right. But then when he has these these moments where we where we're trying to see who he is. It's like weird it's shit happened. It's, like, it's like a no contest. You poked this dude in the eye, like, come and on, you hit bro. him in the nuts. And the I nuts. mean, it was like okay, it was borderline, but it was still yeah. in in the area. No, but but that's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. You know. Now, speaking of a guy who's who's tall in a weight class, we got to get to a guy that I think deserves all the hype right now, and I think he maybe well, he's definitely in my top five. Rising prospects in the, in the UFC, yeah. Uh, Jalen Turner, he he had he had a very 
very impressive fight against Brad Riddell. And I like Brad Riddell. Yep. This guy is six foot three and he fights at 155. And he is completely shredded. Yep. Completely shredded. He's a jujitsu black belt. And he looks like he has a, a kick kickboxing base too. Like he's one of those hybrids. You know, for the for the longest He's definitely well rounded. For the longest I've been saying, man, they better watch out when these young super athletic kids yep. get like leave basketball or football. It's it's really crazy that yeah, exactly exactly you, that see. because in the basketball you see these freak athletes fucking up LeBron. Mm-hmm. In football you see these fucking freak athletes fucking up Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking running backs are getting hurt out of nowhere because of these D linemen and fucking fast ass linebackers. And, and, and it's crazy. And, and and a lot of them are six two, six three, six four. Yep. A lot of them those super athletes are around that that size, yep. you know? And, and all they, turn to fucking fighting. And and see <laughs> the, the crazy part about these guys is that frame is just like we were talking about Israel and, and Alex in mm. middleweight. When you're six three, or for their for their sake, they you know they're six four. But for this weight class, six three might as well be six four. Yeah, one fifty five. Good luck finding somebody who's one fifty five, six three, and looks like this guy. He might be one in in a lifetime type of a fighter for this weight class that brings his skill sets to the table. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's just like the guy can strike, the guy can wrestle. The guy can grapple. The guy can take you down. The guy can sub you. He subbed him basically like on like a get over here little bitch move. Mm-hmm. Like he caught him kind of like standing up in the guillotine and then he dropped him and dropped him down. Mm. And it was over. It was over just like that. Tapped within like 10 seconds. Oh, yeah, dude. It was nothing he could do once he was into that spot. And see, the the, the tough part about having super long lanky guys like this that are great at grappling, mm-hmm. you're not getting out of their their moves. Right. Their arms and their legs and their like it's so much power that comes in their length that it's like a snake. A right. snake just con- like controls you and con- and contracts all their muscles and so they don't have to be big and bulky. Right. They can be long and lean and then just get you in the a guillotine and you're you're choked off from that bony that bony arm of theirs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I freaking love this kid, man. Yeah. Um, I, I can't wait to see who they pair him up with next. I, I I would love for them to 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 give him the right matchups to help him grow. You know, like sometimes they, they don't do right by these prospects. Right. I'm not a big fan of pushing the prospect too fast unless they show us just greatness. Right, you know, like Hamzat came in, it was just so undeniable. It was just like, well, shit, let the guy, let the guy fight Gilbert Burns in, you know. Yeah. Yuri, Yuri came in and was doing some crazy shit to these guys who were just fighting for titles. The way he did, you know, uh, Yuri Reyes. just showed up. <laughs> yeah, the way he did Yuri. I mean, the way he did Reyes it was like, well, shoot, two fights in, give him a title shot. Why not? Some of these guys get that opportunity. He could do this. Mm-hmm. He could easily just completely destroy the next guy. Who's the lightweight champion? Oliveira. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oliveira. Mm-hmm. Oliveira, Dustin, Gaethje. Oliveira, Dustin, Gaethje, Chandler. Chandler. 
Ferguson, Darius. Fergus and Darius. Connor. He matches up great against all of those guys, bro. Yeah. Six. He's three. definitely taller than Poirier. He's taller, taller than, than all of them. Justin. None of them dudes are past 5'10. Yeah. None of yeah, them. Yeah. None of them. Yeah. Islam is 5'10. Yeah. And this guy's a grappler. And good luck getting a 6'3 guy down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> at, at 155. He's going to be like, dude. You going to catch your li- a knee before he. little ass down. You, you know what I mean? Like. Oh, They're gonna be trying to control his hips more than anything. He, this guy's terrifying at this weight, this weight class, bro. Bro, just thinking about the names that we just called out, he can, yeah, he can definitely beat a lot he of. He can these. beat all of those guys. I think. Yeah. I think he could beat all of those guys. I think Justin and Dustin are fucking maybe There's, what two, three fights out. So little, bro. They're yeah. so little. How is how are they getting to him to punch? How is how is Chandler getting to him to punch him? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe Oliver because he's a little longer, but he's way gonna he, do. He's gonna all of these guys are giving up minimum six inches, yeah. and they're probably not gonna be. As, they're, he's probably gonna be just as fast as him. And and after seeing that jujitsu, we already seen Portier get choked out. We already seen Gaethje yeah. get choked out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if he can do that, if, if <clears throat> Oliveira can do that to them, Khabib can do, do that to them, Islam probably can do that to them. This kid probably can do that to them. Right. You know what I'm saying? I I mean it's it's gonna see it's gonna be badass to see this dude this kid grow. Yeah, time. yeah. I wanna I wanna see what this kid is up. Um now speaking of the opposite of kids, we had two grown old mofos, fifty <laughs> fight dudes. Uh, fight in at the welterweight division. Jim Miller took on Donna Cerrone, and this was a it was an entertaining fight. Yeah, you know Cerrone. The thing about Cerrone is that his skills was diminished. He had had some wars. He had some bad knockout losses. He said he didn't love it anymore at the end. You can tell. So, so can tell, he he said from all the way from McGregor. That he was already like over this shit. Well, you know, honestly, bro, he should have went ahead and quit after McGregor. McGregor, he probably got the bef- payday probably before. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna fight McGregor for that money. Yeah, because you gotta, you know, what these guys are making. Yeah. Even now, Cowboy, he probably was one of the guys that made more. He's probably touched a million for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. But when you're talking about when you're talking about a chance to make a million in one fight. And you're not even fighting for a championship. Yeah, that's the Conor McGregor effect. So you got to jump on it, right. lose or draw. And uh, obviously, he lost. I personally, as I, as a competitor, I wouldn't have took none of those like young dudes that he fought. No, no, after no, no, that, no. that was his mistake. Mm-hmm. He kept trying to fight these young bucks. He should have stayed with well, a dude that was. Well, on his UFC way was out. trying to make him the gatekeeper, and he couldn't even hold that down. No. No, because these dudes. They he, brought in Jim Miller, the OG gatekeeper, bro, <laughs> to take out the the bro, young gatekeeper. <laughs> look, bro, listen, you got you got cats like Jalen Turner mm-hmm. out here, Ian Gary, who's a six three welterweight. We'll talk about next. <laughs> Donna Cerrone, it's time, bro. You're mm-hmm. a dinosaur, dog. You ain't what you what you gonna do? What you gonna do with these with these super freak athletes, dog? I guarantee we'll probably see uh, Donald Cerrone and uh, Cobra Kai or something. Oh, it's something. Or about. like, what's another fucking fight movie coming out or fight show he, or he, something? He's gonna be he. He's gonna on. be an extra in he's that. He's gonna bitch. be a cowboy in a western. 
Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. made for that. Yeah, yeah. Everything about it is made for yeah. it. He's gonna have to wear a cowboy hat. Yeah. So That's I mean, right. it was good to see him. It was good to see him uh, be able to quit without. Yeah. Without I mean, Jim was out. Jim was stand up about it too. He's like, I think he has some you know business to take yeah. care of. He was yeah. like, Yeah, you know what? Just let him let him get the fuck out the ring. Yeah. And well, we'll I mean, then we'll talk afterwards. Look, these guys have been around <laughs> around the same time. See, yeah. here's the thing: when you are a a specialist, you can stay in the you can stay around longer. If right. you're a grappling guy, you can stay like you can stay forever. A wrestler can stay forever. Mm-hmm. A, a jujitsu guy, it, as long as he's not taking those knockout losses, he can stay forever. Right. Uh, if you got power in your hands or speed in your hand or your hands or footwork, you can stay forever. But once those things start to all di- like disappear, yeah. If you don't get out. <laughs> They gonna force you. They gonna force you out, and it's gonna be brutal. You gonna be looking like Jazz getting out of Uncle Phil's house. Come on, dog. <laughs> but but it ain't bye. Gonna, ain't, ain't gonna be no. Ah, oh, it's just it's going. <laughs> just a, a loud thud, man. Yeah. Yep. Now, speaking of the young welterweights that are coming up, Ian Gary. Mm-hmm. He is an Irishman. Is supposed to be the next up and coming Irishman. He's ten and zero. And he just won a um, a very good decision against Gabe Green. Um, it was a close fight, but I believe he won. Also, six three. He's fighting a lot of tall guys. They're yeah. they're putting him up against other tall guys. Like I think Gabe Green was like six foot. Yeah, he, he was. He wasn't so much shorter than. No, nah, he but, wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't. Um, and at, at welterweight, that's a, that's a huge guy too. Yeah, because Kamara Usman is huge at. At welterweight, and he's like five eleven. He's just he's right. just thick, you know, like pure muscle. Um, it'll be very it'll be very interesting to see what they do with Ian Gary. I'm sure the next time that they go to Dublin, they would they're gonna put him and Connor on the on that, you know. Yeah, like you want to ride the wave. If there's a, like if Connor's on his way out, mm-hmm. you want to bring in this kid and and let him, you know. Kind of get that rub, right? Get get a little bit of that notoriety off of it. Now, will, will anybody ever be as crazy and famous as Connor? I don't think so because you got to have you got to have the it factor. You got to be able to back up the shit you talk, and yeah. you got to be a fucking. Well, I would say Usman's kind of getting there. No, no, nah. you don't think so? Nah, nah, nah. I'll tell you why. Usman, he his performances are great. But he doesn't have the mouthpiece that Connor has. That's true. Too. And and also, it it it's harder for a big black guy to to get that popular, in my opinion. I think like now he has he has Africa behind him, and you know to a certain extent America. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but the way Connor did it is because he had that country of Ireland, but also. White people here love like white people love a cocky white dude. You don't even have to be from America, you know. That's true. That's true. White people hate a cocky black dude. Yeah. So so you won't get the same level of fans in America as a black dude that's cocky, mm-hmm. even if you're doing the same thing. You know right. what I'm saying? It's just it's just the way it is. Unless you're Michael Jordan. Yeah, but he wasn't <laughs> outwardly cocky. It kind of oh. was, but <laughs> no. Nah, if you look at if you look at his his interviews, he said a lot of PC shit. He never he never he never was controversial. Now on the court, 
he was embarrassing dudes. He was dunking on dudes. Yeah. But that's that's on the court. Yeah. But when you're talking about uh, outside the court, he made it a point because he said he said this one the once that saying one time. <coughs> he said um, he doesn't he doesn't support uh, like Democrats or Republicans because they both buy his shoes. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So it's just one of those kind of things. But look at Floyd. Floyd was a super cocky guy and they hated him. Muhammad Ali was a super cocky guy and they hated him. He didn't get he didn't get love and respect from white people until way down the line when it was okay to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Originally they're like, who is this black dude talking like this? Yeah. They hated him. But we'll see we'll have to see what happens in the future. <coughs> And you know that that leads us with the last fight, Brad Tavares. He, uh, got, he got bloodied up on this one too. Yeah, he got he got beat up by uh, the Calvin Klein du, model. Do places the guy <laughs> the guy from South Africa. South Africa. Yeah, he was he was known for being a knockout artist, and yeah. he couldn't get Tavares out of there. But he definitely looked good. And I think um, him being at middleweight, another we'll middleweight see. protege. A- a- there's some killers at middleweight, man. Yep. There's some killers at middleweight, yeah. welterweight. Lightweight. This was a great card for the up and coming guys, so we can be excited for the future. Right. And this was a good card for retirements. And this was just a good card overall, man. Uh, yeah, we didn't get to see <clears throat> the over extravagant knockouts, yeah. but I mean, you can't you can't see that every single yeah. fight card, bro. We we'd be so fucking desensitized to fucking MMA if yeah. we if we got that all the time. Yeah, so that's why I don't I don't get too crazy about it. Yeah. Now moving forward, the next fight that we're gonna be seeing is gonna be the Dosanos versus Fizif. Yeah, the whole fucking July is a uh, weekend every right uh, yeah. every fight on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, Michael Johnson will be on that fight card also, and then Brian Ortega in two weeks versus Yari Rodriguez. Is that a pay per view or or? It's a fight night, man. Ooh. Fight night, yeah. And that's oh, it's in the middle of July. I thought that was yeah. at the end. Yeah, now we. It's, it, oh, Shane Burgers is gonna be fighting too. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm with it. And then Curtis Blades <laughs> and Aspinall. Oh, it's Jack just, Hermanson, Darren Till, this, Patty. I, this, I, yeah, I think this is gonna be the foreign one. Yeah, 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 yeah. They usually do. The, they usually put everybody together on the foreign one. Oh, yeah. Blades, uh, Aspinall, Hermanson, Till. I want to know why was Comzat training Hermanson? Yeah, Till is his boy. Patty P, did he get those extra peas off of his belly? Is he gonna get twerked on? Is he gonna get twerked on by ten and one livid? Who is looking like one of the up? This is a battle of serious prospects, bro. <laughs> yep. For real. Because if you don't think that uh, Levitt has a shot, you better go and watch his fights, man. This yeah. kid is serious. Yeah. And Patty Pimlick, he had his, uh, he's had a pr- propensity. To let himself get hit with unnecessary shots in his first few fights. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, will that continue or will he clean it up? We'll have to see. But um, one thing about Jordan Leverett, he's also like a young American athlete. You know what I'm saying? You, you look at him tw- uh, twerking and you don't really respect him, but he's, he's athletic as fuck, bro. Uh, then you got light heavyweight uh, Krylov versus Gustafson. I thought Gustafson was done. Yeah, but he's fighting Krylov, and Krylov is uh, on the ascension. He's one of those young dudes. 
So we're going to see if Gustafson is the gatekeeper. Yep. I don't even know when the last time I've even heard Gustafson's name. Yep. Oh, and then we got uh, Patty P's homegirl, Molly, Molly McCann. Yo, I like this kid. I like her. She yeah. she bangs. Yep. She bangs, bro. Um, and then, oh, man, we got we got Paul Craig versus uh, Os- Osamir. <coughs> so those are both. Those are both uh, really, really tough fights. Paul Craig is on the ascension. He's trying to do something, and Ozemir is trying to save his spot. Mm-hmm. He hasn't had he hasn't had the best few uh, few fights. Yeah, we really got some good cards coming up. All right, my peeps. Well, we are out. That does it for this week. We're gonna catch you on the next side. Peace. Lighters.